0: turn to October. Feels like fall outside. I want my sweater to work today. It was only 87 degrees.
1: I'm sorry. Pumpkin be...
0: spice lattes. Fall leaves are falling outside. God, Florida this. in the fall was just the
1: best, isn't it? I love this time of year. Like I don't know whether to tell this or apologize to you for having to wear a sweatshirt. I love this time that of year. That
0: was a joke. It's... I didn't wear a sweater. It's a thousand degrees outside. I love this time of year, too, but it's not fall yet. It's a million degrees. Anyway... The calendar is flipped. That's my point. I'm Zach Dean. This is Chris Boyle. High School Football Week number 7. That means we have five weeks left beginning this Friday night. This is a huge week. Um, last week was Gut Check Friday. What do you want to dub this one? Road Trip Friday? This is
1: Road Trip Friday for Road
0: sure. Trip Friday. Mainland and Cocoa. That's going to be our premier game this week. This is... Uh, do we call this a rivalry? I guess we could, right?
1: Yeah, it's third year in a row they've played. Uh, Coco's gotten the better end of Mainland each of the last two seasons. But, yeah, I think between the distance and, you know, as far as East Central Florida, I would say it, it, this is definitely a game that people kind of circle on their calendars and want to see these teams play pretty regularly. So, it's good to have them on the calendar again, and, and Cocoa Mainland is certainly a game that people are going to be interested on Friday night for sure.
0: And you're headed down there. You're going to make the trip with the Bucks. God, you are We're just a... We could call this mileage check Friday. <laughs> that would <that'd laughs> be another way to – This could be the uh, last time we ever go anywhere Friday because our expense reports are going to be out off the charts this time next month. Anyway, you are the Mainland Bucks beat writer this year because they seem to be playing big game after big game. Uh, they, they obviously rebounded last week against Altona. Uh, two weeks ago, they had the heartbreaker against Seminole. Right. They lost at Deland earlier this year. I still feel like we're waiting for that signature mainland win this year. They're going to get another ch- another shot at Friday. I think
1: that's definitely fair to say. I mean, they've they've handled their business in district play for sure. Right. They they blew out both Pine Ridge and Deltona, and yeah. you know they've been very very close against Deland and against Seminole. They lost that game on the last possession, so they were within striking distance against both of those teams. Coco comes into this game, a top-five team in 4A yet again. Uh, they beat them last year 44-27. What you saw with Coco last year, they came out, really threw the ball well, efficiently early. Um, I remember a lot of screen passes, a yeah. lot of short, high-percentage throws. Um, Diego Arroyo had three touchdown passes in the first half, and then they wore them down at the end and finally allowed Kaziah Holmes to get off and um, get 100 yards rushing late in that game. Holmes is a Penn State commit. He's rushed for 783 yards, eight and a half yards per attempt with 10 touchdowns this season. He'll certainly be the focal point, but you can't keep your eye off of Arroyo. I mean, he's thrown, he's completed passes to eight different receivers this year. Five different players have caught a touchdown, four of at least 10 receptions. So they are willing to spread it around, get everybody involved, keep defenses off their toes. So you can't just focus in on one guy. Defensively, the standout players so far this year Javon White has six sacks, and A.J. Williams with 66 tackles, including 28 solo.
0: I don't listen to a thing you just said, but I did realize that my button is ridiculous right now. Why don't you tell – am I going to Miami this week? Am I, do we have, am I going to Key West with Spruce Creek? Okay, I, about that? I, I think I could fit the bill down there. Gold chain, my button is ridiculous. I apologize for that. I guess we got to slap an NC-17 on this recording. Anyway, Mainland and Cocoa is going to be a good one. I think Mainland – the big thing with them is they seem to get off to these ridiculously slow starts this year. They did it against Seminole. They did it against the land. You can't go to Coco against a good team like that. They cannot get off to these you know 14 nothing holes
1: like they have all year. Right, and I think they've, they've got to figure out where they want to be. I, you know, the identity, the identity perspective, I guess. I mean, they've, they've really had success early throwing in district games, throwing it early, and they were able to run the ball Maybe that they can build off of that performance because three different running backs scored last week between Gregory Mango, uh, Nathaniel Braswell, and Isaiah Gordon. All three players scored a touchdown, so maybe they build off of that performance. And certainly, if you're Coco, you want to worry about TJ Lockley. Seminole, certainly. Had him as the number one target and they held him without a catch. Yeah. We'll see if Lopi can get past it, uh, the Coco secondary and beat them deep like he has uh, a few times this year.
0: Not too far down the road from those two will be DeLand and Vieira. DeLand coming off a nice win over Spruce Creek, which I think we all agreed upon that they were the better team in that game and they proved this right. It was close at the beginning though. Marvin right. Scott, as we thought he would, the
1: great equalizer.
0: Yeah, no kidding. I mean, he kept him in that game. And actually, Creek held a lead there late in the first half and then uh, Wheels kind of came off there towards the end. So DeLand Bland gets a huge district win. They are alive and well. Uh, it's a district showdown with Vieira. Vieira, who's been, at least in the past, a pretty pretty tough team for anybody in this state. Don't know how good they are this year. I'm sure you do because you got it all written down right there.
1: Yeah, they are very solid. I mean, you, they're 2-2. and they are only two losses this year, Coco and Rockledge. I mean, those are two very top-end Respectable teams. losses. They blew out Harmony in their last game. So this is going to be a very, uh, a very good Vieira team that they're yeah. playing. Um, this is a game that, you know, in terms of the – postseason picture if Delaney can get this win considering that opponents get record opponents opponents record that sort of thing this is a game that's going to end up being a lot of points for them I think um, yeah. with Vieira in recent years last year in particular they were a team that really thrived throwing the football this year it seems to kind of be the other way around they've, they've had more success running it um, with TJ Johnson five touchdowns 113 yards per game they split the reps between quarterbacks. Bryce Norton's been the primary um, thrower, but they've also used CJ Sims here and there. Defensively is where Vieira is really, really tough. They give up only 13 and a half points a game. They have Zach Sedaros with four interceptions. As a unit, they've got 65 tackles for loss and 28 sacks. So this wow. is going to be a real test for Deland's offensive line to give Jaden Nerschel the time because, as we've seen, they want to throw the ball. They want to. They want to be able. They ever but they want to be able to establish a passing game to get the ball in the hands of Cameron Miller and Chuck Bradley, among others. So that this is going to be a real test for their offensive line to give Nerschel that pocket to be able to scan the field and make accurate throws.
0: Now, offensive line did not do well against Seminole. I think that was Steve Allen said after the game, Nerschel just didn't have time to throw the ball, and that was their real downfall in the second half there. So you're right, that offensive line, that trench play, it's going to be key in this one. Um, that's one, actually, that's two. Our third biggest game of the week, we're going to go from down south in Cocoa and Coco uh, and Vieira up north to St. Augie, as mm-hmm. Ken Willis calls it. Yeah. St. Augustine, great place, great town, good football team. Don't know if they're better than FPC, though. That's where Flagler finds
1: himself Friday night. And these teams played last year, and it was really the worst start that St. Augustine had had in basically a century of football. Um, Flagler took full advantage of it, ran away with oh, that game early. It. And I was impressed with Flagler's ability to throw the ball. Preston Roberts, in just his second career start last week, 17 of 26, 284 yards, four touchdowns. Did you start him on your fantasy team? The stats were as good as the as the performance was. He threw a very pretty fade ball on, a, on the second touchdown pass, yeah. spread it out, um, gave it to a number of different players. Flagler's got a bunch of receivers that can hurt you, with Jonathan Richard, with Tyreek Graham. With Tyshawn Blunt, they've got three guys that can really get open and, and make things interesting and make things tough on a secondary. St. Augustine's best player is in the secondary. Their safety, Jaden McDowell, a senior at 5'11", 170 pounds. For St. Augustine, offensively, it's going to be about taking care of the ball. Last week was the first time they, they had a game in which they didn't turn it over. They beat Englewood 56-7 to as a result. And Justice Johnson is their centerpiece, running back Scored score a touchdown in all five games this season.
0: Road trip Friday. We do have some local teams around here. I believe Deltona Atlantics one by Lopez and Lake something. That's where you'll be. Lake
1: Weir. How do you pronounce it? Lake Weir from uh, Ocala. That's from Ocala, huh? That's like, a that's a game where Lopez yeah. has to see if they can get right. You've I mean, gotta win this game, if you just you you, you weird, cannot lose this what's game. What's interesting is both of these teams won eight games last year, and they were both playoff teams. Right now, both of them are, are really in a in a big hole. Yeah, Lopez went across to Polk County last week and lost fifty to thirteen to Jordan Christian Prep, a game that we totally got wrong, <laughs> and they let us know about Holy it. Holy cow! Um, so I think for Lopez, I mean, you got to get back to the things that that have been. Kind of your hallmarks. I mean, you've got to get the ball in Eddie Whipple's hands. You've got to be able to, to protect the football. When they've turned it over this year, they've really been punished for it. And, you know, I think you've, you've still got really good talent on that team. I think Ryan Waddell's still mm-hmm. among the area's top tacklers. There's enough depth. And Isaiah Shirley had, in a, in a bad game last week, had, had seven catches for 130 yards so he was a bright spot for that team. Uh, Lake Weir's going to test their secondary. They've thrown a lot. They've, I think they've got a quarterback around 800 yards passing, a couple of receivers that have combined for about 40 catches. So they're going to test that secondary. And so far, they've had games where they've been able to take the ball away. I remember Adam Mutter had a, had a pick six for, for Lopez earlier this year. So that's certainly a game to keep an eye on. And a few other teams on the road as well. Um, Spruce Creek, you kind of touched on it. They're going down to Key West. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a great, great Good fishing down there. Great spot to be. Uh, that's going to be a game that might end very quickly. There's another team that loves to run the ball, Key West. Uh, they've run it a ton. I think they're about a 4-to-1 run-to-pass ratio. And then you've got um, University trying to get back on track right. when they go to Lyman. I got a team that beat them last year. Wow. It's a big week. Of, it's
0: a big week. I think we've games. talked about it, our picks. This could be Separation Friday for our picks. I've regained a three-game lead um, because I just Trinity Christian lost in double overtime. I yep. the one who had whoever they were playing. I don't freaking know. <laughs> um, this is a big week. I think we're. I think this is going to be a week we haven't. I have not made mine yet because we're recording this on Wednesday. But I think just uh, there's going to be some different picks See, here. See,
1: here's the thing. I think this is maybe the most exciting week that we've had thus far because a lot of the games I, I wouldn't as maybe more than a touchdown favorite. Like, I think you, you look at even even a Matanzas. They go to Lake Howell. Lake Howell on paper, 3-2. and two. Uh, Matanzas has gone on the road and, and pulled an upset already this year. They went yep. to Middleburg and came from behind, a game they probably were the underdog in. So I wouldn't rule them out. University and Lyman were, were close last year. You know, Lyman kind of pulled away from them last year, but I think on paper they're close. Lyman's lost their last two games by a combined six points. And another team I think worth keeping an eye on this Friday, too, is Seabreeze. They're going for their fourth, They're game, their fourth win of the year. They're going for three in a row. They play Halifax. They won two games last week, the Knights. They got back on track. So both these teams are three wins. Another opportunity for Halifax to go up against a bigger school yeah. to try to maybe legitimize themselves as, as a program that's going to have some staying power around here. And Seabreeze with
0: the New Smyrna showdown looming in a few weeks. Right
1: right after that, yep. How about my beard?
0: <laughs> Dolphins lost again. I uh, did get it touched up. I got it groomed. So I'm I,
1: disappointed in you then.
0: I know it looks good though, and it still looks long. Whatever. Have you,
1: have you already gotten your Taga by Loa jersey yet? I don't know what number he's going to be because 13's
0: retired. That's, that's the big topic in Miami. Anyway, I know this video's gone too long. I've talked about my chest hair and my beard. I think we've got all the topics covered. <laughs> You're going to be at the mainland cocoa game. I'm going to stay in town because we can only have one person leave the area. Follow Lopez and Lake Weir. I'm coming at you on Friday. Zach Dean, Chris Boyle, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us everywhere. We're going to give you all the good news on Friday. We will see you then.